Hi, I'm Michael Apple. I'm in conversation with Witt School of Economics and Finance, Dr. Lumkile Mondi. Dr. Mondi, thank you for your time. I'd like to speak about the 11.4 billion rand loan coming from the World Bank. Uh, news of that dropping last week. Your reaction? Thank you so much, Michael, for having me. I think um, it is uh, encouraging for South Africans to know that um, South Africa, given the fact that its economy was locked down and therefore the revenue collection by our internal revenue services, the South African um, revenue services, um, is low. Uh, we need to supplement um, that uh, collection by borrowing. And therefore, for the fact that the World Bank has come forward to support South Africa, uh, given its challenges around unemployment at about 34%, massive inequality and high poverty levels uh, due to structural um, uh, the structure of the economy, but also due to the lockdown because of COVID, uh, provides South Africa a platform to support incomes at the same time also to strengthen the infrastructure, particularly on the health sector, given that some of those that survived uh, COVID have got a lot, a lot of nagging uh, health issues, therefore may require hospitalization. So it's a good move by the Treasury, and we hope that the controls are intact to ensure that the money does not end up where it's not supposed to. Yeah, that was my next question exactly, Dr. Mondi. How do we know and have we yet heard from Treasury that there are going to be gatekeepers to keep the vultures at bay? Unfortunately, Treasury role um, is really the collection uh, through the SARS, uh, which is one of the collection of the revenue uh, for for budget purposes. That the only thing that uh, Treasury does is to collect money through the sovereign revenue services and then allocate it to the various divisions so that all departments can fulfill their constitutional mandate. And in that regard, it's got very limited ability to enforce compliance and to enforce uh, any oversight role. That role is really left to, the, to our parliament to call upon all the ministers who are counting officers, should there be any misuse or malfeasance within the public department. And we've seen with the report that's been um, issued uh, this morning um, on the 25th of January by the presidency, um, coming from our in investigative unit uh, as to how parts of the $3.4 billion loan that we had borrowed from the IMF, how that was utilized and the malfeasance following, that sections like those will lead to prosecution. So the only real lever that Treasury has is that the oversight players, such as Parliament, play their role and they call to account to those, including reporting those to our prosecuting authority so that there is uh, a price is paid for crime. Um, and unfortunately, the experience of Africa has been very poor in the past few years. Yeah, it must be incredibly worrying, actually. You're, you're speaking about the, the IMF loan that, that came in, and then you've got this loan from the World Bank. And if you're saying that the, the oversight needs to come from Parliament, uh, to be honest, their uh, track record of accountability has been putrid, terrible, shocking. 
we just hope that there isn't another scandal in waiting here. In fact, uh, it gets worse because recently one of the uh, members of parliament uh, coming from the governing party, Mr. Dix, uh, did call for accountability by the presidency, um, particularly relating to some of his financing. And he has been gagged uh, by the speaker as well as the caucus leader of the governing party in, in parliament, making it very difficult, therefore, for parliament to, to play that oversight role. And we're hoping that, uh, given that Mr. Tex has taken the matter to, to court, that the court uh, on his side, and therefore we've got more transparency. And our parliamentarians understand that their role is not to agree every time with the executives, but they play their oversight role. Dr. Mondi, I want to bring it back just to the levels of indebtedness of the South African government. You know, nobody gives out money for free. Can South Africa afford further indebting itself? South Africa can afford, in fact, even going further than this $750 million that we've borrowed, uh, even going to the ceiling of about 100% uh, of our GDP. As long as that money is being used for infrastructure development, for lowering the cost of doing business, for transitioning the South African energy sector, which is so fossil endowed and so fully independent, towards renewable um, uh, energy sources, but also going on the reforms around the telecom sector to ensure that infrastructure is accessible to all and it's cheaper uh, for everyone. So if it does those things, it can afford to borrow because those investment will pay themselves on their own due to the booming economy as a result of lower cost of doing business, uh, cheap access to infrastructure, energy, as well as telecoms and others. And and therefore, it's, we shouldn't be ashamed of borrowing that much. However, um, the track record of the current government is extremely poor in terms of looking after public resources. In 2008, uh, this government had inherited a, a debt of about just under 230 billion rand. And in in terms of its relation to our GDP, that was about 26% uh, of debt to our GDP. Between that period and about 2018, uh, that government had escalated its debt to just under $4 billion, uh, trillion, uh, indicating to us uh, that that money was misspent because there's very little to show for it. We should be worried about the extent and the ability of our government to use the money wisely. And unfortunately, it's been very um, dismal in the past uh, 13 years. And therefore, South Africans are entitled to be skeptical and ask questions whether is it wise for us to use the, to, to, to borrow uh, the money, given that the current government in the past 27 years has been very poor in terms of looking after public purse, but also doing what is good for South Africa, preferring to do what's good for the ANC members as well as the cronies uh, in business that are aligned to, to their interest. Dr. Mondi, I appreciate your time and expertise. Thank you. It is a pleasure, Michael. Thank you so much for the opportunity. 